Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we in the house for episode 85. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, Special shout out year. to the South Florida friends. Yo, dude. I really appreciate all of our listeners, new listeners, old listeners. We actually got old listeners now, bro. That's, <laughs> that's, pretty that's crazy. But yeah, that I appreciate all of you guys, dope. man. Like I've seen, I've, I've been tracking the, the, the metrics and you guys have really been showing the love. Appreciate you know, that, everybody. Everybody in South Florida has especially been 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 reaching out and, and showing their appreciation for the podcast. So I just want to reciprocate that love to you guys. Yeah, man. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get right on into it, yo. We got tons of shit to talk about. There's some politics, some entertainment. You know, there was a fresh debate. So, let's go ahead and jump into the fuckery, yo. But, yeah, yo, y'all. Here, let's go ahead. Since we, Let's start out with a little bit of mix of the entertainment and politics, yo. Because you got, you got 50 Cent out here trying to throw in his two cents. <laughs> 50 yo, Cent with his two cents. Did you see that uh, 50 it's, Pence meme? That shit was fucking yes, hilarious. Yes, bro. No, he deserves to get flamed because he sounds stupid. First of all, he went out on a limb to talk to, to to reference Biden's tax plan as it was interpreted by a Fox News report, nice. which obviously was representing it in a skewed way because it's yes. Trump propaganda. And this nigga 50 talking about 62 percent. Like, nigga, you evade your taxes anyway. What the fuck are you talking about, my nigga? Like, I, I'm sick and tired of people talking about my taxes or anyone's taxes because if i'm telling you you like the vast majority of people who are talking about taxes the celebrities and so forth don't pay the taxes and guess what all them taxes that they think that they're paying is really just their manager ripping them off <laughs> like these niggas pay your pay an accountant like if you make over a hundred thousand dollars a year you should probably pay an accountant to to check your taxes because they can probably alleviate a substantial amount of the burden off of you you yeah, know what I definitely mean? Definitely get and, your money's worth in that. Department. And so I have no remorse for these assholes talking about look at my taxes. Like I know, like there is no reason for celebrities to 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 switch up because of their pockets, quote unquote pockets. Their their pockets. The people running in their pockets don't run for public office. <laughs> that much I can promise you. And then you have dumbass Waka Flocka jumping out onto the coon wagon. No, Flocka, for no, reason. no. Nobody even asked him, dog. Flocka, people were sitting no. there flaming fifty, and then started flaming Obama, and then he had to jump out into the comment section. Like my nigga, why are you in the comment section looking stupid? <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, and that's the worst part is is like these. These people are so ignorant to the things that are so directly impacting impacting them that they feel empowered to 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 jump out on a limb based on propaganda. And it's like, nah, man, you look crazy right now. Like, just stop. Just stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 50, like I wonder if 50 really thinks that that uh, his tax rate is going to go up to 62 percent or if he's just joking. Like, is he trolling? <laughs> Because if he's trolling, that, that is that is what it is. That's his brand. I can't get mad at him for that. But if he's out here trying to really, like, stand on some shit. And the worst part is, is that he speaks to probably a large percentage of people who don't vote. And they're not voting not out of a moral stand, but because they're just not probably intelligent enough of, to understand how to interface with that system. And this kind of information leads them to do dumb shit. Like, go vote for Trump. Because it's going to help 50. And I love 50. So why not vote for Trump, right? I have no reason to vote for Biden. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it's hazardous to say shit like that out in public, even if it is for trolling. But yo, that shit was hilarious. Chelsea Handler came out and like, nigga, I'll pay your taxes. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> stop it. 
<laughs> which is hilarious, yo. That's that's bad when a white woman comes out and calls you out on your Conan. That's funny. That's rough, man. That's rough. But shout out to Chelsea Handler. She's done a ton of evolution from in, in the past decade or so. And, you know, as a public figure, she's done it very much in the open. So give her a yeah. lot of credit for that. Kudos. And she's <laughs> also like a... A famous troll on well, I, I wouldn't say on fifties levels, but she's also yeah. Done well, her she's a comedian and she doesn't mm-hmm. well. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I appreciate her her style of comedy, but yeah, did you see AOC's Twitch got like four hundred and thirty five thousand concurrent watchers? That's what I hear, dude. Man, people really like that fucking Among Us game. Absolutely, dude. You mix a popular game with a phenom like AOC, it was a wrap. And Ilhan Omar was in there, and a bunch of the the, the TYT gang, the Young Turks. They they have a yeah. really They're strong already, online um, presence. Uh, uh, trying to get Obama into the next one. They already reached Ooh. out online and get him. It's like you trying to play Among Us. Uh, well, what the, does that the check toast look like dude? That? Huh? The toast dude said that. Uh, okay. One of the dudes name in there. His his, his name is yeah. Toast. He's one of the famous Twitch people or something. Toast. I don't remember. But he reached out to Obama. Was like, "Yo, you trying to play Among Us with us?" That would be interesting. I because I would. I wonder if like the real life political savvy and acumen can translate over to like dominating people psychologically. Because it's a very psychological <laughs> game. And if you could figure out the people in the room, you could absolutely dominate that game. That's pretty good though, because like I didn't really get into politics until I was like what, like twenty five, twenty six. So getting younger people interested in it at an earlier level will definitely help to curb a lot of the fuckery that these old and entrenched people have been causing. Yeah, because because just like anything else, political maturity happens over time. Mm-hmm. No one gets into the politicals. Even people who are extremely interested in politics when they get into the political scene early are very immature Mm -hmm. they become very idealistic and so forth and so forth so yes i i absolutely agree to get children into politics early not because they're opinions are particularly valid yeah. but because they need to get that exposure yes. just and get their, that socialization. dip your toes in it dip yeah, your toes in it get some background knowledge let it let it fucking let one thing lead to another and you find out as mm-hmm. much as you can and 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 that way you don't have to listen to the jaded old people tell you about it because they're exactly. going to they're going to create Formula a political opinions. world in your head that you don't have to live in yep. and that's the part that fucking kills me about american politics is that it lacks complete imagination it has no imagination <laughs> and it's dominated by old white men and you can tell that's why it lacks imagination because every time i hear and i posted something on the twitter uh it was a uh, andrew yang youtube uh um interview or set of interviews that he did with young progressive uh uh congress people who he's trying to support to get elected and every single one of them just had such great ideas about helping their constituency and it was and it was so obvious that it just took a little bit of outside of the box thinking and a little bit of of trust that not everyone's going to do the right thing, but enough people will do the right thing to get this done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, come on, man. That's what we need in this shit. We got to get away from this is how it's always been done. Yeah. I like, hate that shit so I, much. I, oh, my goodness. I, that was I, the worst. I hate tradition for that reason. Like, I don't care why you've always done it this way. Explain I, to me I, why I you've always done it this way. Or I'm going to do it the way that that's most can, comfortable to me. I love traditions when they are um, when they're like updated. Like contemporary traditions, you right. know what I mean? If that's even a thing, because I feel that's kind of uh, an oxymoron. But like, I like having you know, you know, something I do once a year. Like, boom, I, I have a tradition where once a year I go to Howl and Raise and I eat um, the hottest thing that I can, and I put myself out of commission for a whole day. 
Oh yeah, I'm, I'm all for like um, I'm it's all for a, traditions wanna, that you create for yourself. Yeah. I'm talking about traditions, traditions that are like yeah, entrenching that are by institutions. Traditions? What's that about? Feel me? Religious institutions, military institutions, poli- I hate them all. Well, the military is the worst with tradition. Gosh, man, how much telling me you feel me? Like I hate tradition. that shit so much. Like, dude. Then the worst part is is that because it's tradition, it's not written rule. So it can be interpreted, and then you get you get individuals who fuck it up for everyone. Same yep. thing in religion. Religion, another yep. one that the traditions just end up they end up becoming problematic when yep. you bring them when you bring them into the contemporary thinking. But they refuse. Like a uh, case in point, tradition of of clergymen being celibate. <laughs> Clearly, a tradition that just it really probably doesn't fit to today's world. That's they funny. fight to keep that shit. But anyway, which is weird. Why do why do yo why religion always so interested in what's in your pants, bro? Fuck out of here. <laughs> yo, why is God so interested in my dick? Feel me? Leave me alone, <laughs> my nigga. What what are you what is you worried about? Like, yo, send me your number. I'll send you some pics, and this will be fucking. Fine. No, I'm joking. They're like <laughs> sending God dick pics. Let me right is like, don't fuck that person. Don't fuck that person. Don't fuck that person until this time. I'm like, guys, you stay over there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, you stay over there. And uh, I'm gonna do my thing. Nah, but 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 definitely that's a good look for AOC. Just bring man, bringing political. Uh, just and 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 while yeah. they're playing, I'm sure I didn't watch the stream because I don't. If I want to engage with politics, I want to engage with real politics. I'm not at that early stage where I need video games to get me interested. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I'm sure that at some point in that stream, they spoke about you know civil rights or or human rights and policy and just politics people you know what i mean just getting people familiar with the ideas and yeah and and for that i i think there is some value for sure but yeah, yeah. That's, that's, i like her she's think aoc is definitely like the definition of thinking outside the box i'm glad that mm-hmm. she's brought um technology to fucking politics bro oh. <laughs> because prior to her you'd think that nobody in um congress had fucking uh, it uh just, twitter it, it just blows my mind like when you look at like um the chair of, of of um the technology committee in congress i forgot exactly what it's called but they have a a, a committee in, con- in congress that looks at new technologies and and just finds ways of how they can interface with it with the public institutions and um gosh it's like old white dudes and i'm just like man i'm not doubting that you know how to code a computer what i'm saying is, is i don't think that you are in touch enough with the people yeah. who are vastly using and, and and molding this environment to really give good uh policy and regulation advice to the congress like yeah i need that dude on youtube that made a bat that um he made a bat that like when you hit the ball it shoots uh it launches four cartridges and it shoots the ball so he basically wants to break a home run record without trying so he engineered a bat like three or four different times in order to be able to do that i want that dude in charge of technology you feel me he's thinking outside the box because you feel me? he had a problem and he was like i'm gonna keep working until i get it and yeah there's 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 a lot to be said just about being plugged into the community that's that you're that you're trying to um that you're trying to advise you know what I mean? It's it's the same, and it's the same kind of paternalistic relationship that goes on with parents and children that causes a disconnect. You know, like you're if you aren't at least vaguely interested in the lifestyle that your child is 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 living, then how do you expect them to accept your advice when you give them advice as to how to try to navigate their their world? 
Because that's the thing that a lot of parents seem to understand. Your child's not navigating your world. Yep, time No matter how much you want to impose that on them, your child's not navigating your world. They're navigating their world. And yes, you can try your best to mold them in the young stages and and give them um, the proper emotional accoutrements to deal with what comes at them in the world. But they're living in their world. And and so if you don't engross yourself in their world, they're never going to listen to you. And it's the same thing that's going on right now in politics. Like that same kind of dynamic exists at multiple levels in our society. And it's good to, to recognize it because when you do, you can realize what's going wrong. So you can either sidestep it or fix the or, or fix the, the, the relationship. But yeah, man, Quibi. Quibi's dead, bro. <laughs> Quibi's dead. <laughs> but it was such a great idea. But, and, I don't you know, know and I only mentioned wrong. it uh, because Quibi, there was a lot of prominent African-American um, uh, entertainers and, and gatekeepers who were getting involved with this. And it sucks to say that they were getting scammed because Quibi is, I think, the brainchild of one of the, the, the CEOs of Disney+. Plus. And so that was my first, like, real uh, uh, alert to say, hey, why would he be developing a competing platform? Film an inferior and then, competing platform. You know what I mean? And then I, uh, I, I like watching this uh, YouTube channel called Some More News. And they did a whole little segment on how Quibi's fundamental business model is flawed because it's vying for a place in the digital marketplace that has already been determined as mm-hmm. not, as, you know what I mean? It's not really a great place to farm people's attention. You know what I mean? So it was trying to 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 fill in uh, the kind of niche of those times in which you utilize your phone for 10 to 15 minutes at a time. Poop time. And try to give you content that can fill that. The problem is, is that those 10 to 15 minute gaps most people are are already watching something else exactly they're filling it with like with, three with or four two to three minute videos you feel and me? so <laughs> you're fighting for it's a market dumb. that is already oversaturated with a with a form of of media that i don't think anyone particularly asked for no one asked to get their one hour episode in 15 minutes yeah, that cuts. was really dumb no one asked know. for that and so I feel hey bro, you really want more bad. commercials? Because I really wanted to support a lot, uh, a lot of the the people who were behind Quibi, and then it became a thing of oh, they're trying to kill Quibi because black people are fucking with us. Like, come on, don't go there. <laughs> I just think Quibi's a bad idea. <laughs> you gotta control the narrative, man. And, you gotta control the narrative. And then, and I hear that happening a lot um, these days. Is sometimes you can validly say like, oh no, this is clearly a sign of <laughs> of, of race based oppression. Or gender-based suppression, for that matter. But then sometimes it's like, I don't know, man. I think you had a bad idea, <laughs> and you didn't have the pr- you didn't have the traction, and you didn't do the work to develop it. So you kind of fell flat. And I don't know if that's suppression as much as you're gonna have to stick with it. You just haven't gotten to where you want to be for this moment. But there's a, probably a lot more work to be done. And Quibi, the 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 idea was fed to these people by by and I want to and I honestly believe that the people who created Quibi were being very predatory. I think that they were being pre- very predatory. They saw that there was a niche to to create a a Afrocentric digital online um, 
media distribu- distribution platform, and they kind of milked it and, and tried to control it because really there's there's content to be served in that way. There was there was a, a business model for Quibi. It just didn't involve the content that they were putting out. Yeah, like I don't I don't know, man. Like we were able to discern that that was a stupid ass idea. Feel me? Like that. I don't know. I feel like when it's you're a so scam. From the base of people who you're trying to sell something to, you might get it wrong. I but think that's what but this is to. the business. But you're talking about the business people, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, again, I don't know. Like, if you're going into business on that level and you didn't do your homework, then that's on you. Like, I personally think mm-hmm. that the whole thing is a scam and they were doing it to get money on the back end of something else. You feel me? I don't think the people that were in it were scammed. I think they were a part of it. If such a thing, if it was a scam, you feel well, me? Because it seems I like it's they one were of those sold something that they that they. I think they were they were sold something that was misrepresented. I, I mean, I mean, whatever, whatever it makes. I feel like this is. I feel of the like people who were selling it to them, they had a, a certain amount of 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 clout, and so when they say that you, we we believe that this is a, a polished turd, is a polished turd, bro. Yeah. Polished turd is a polished turd. I don't care who's selling it to you. You know what I'm saying? You, if you could discern that it's a polished turd from like that much farther away and you still decide to go in on it, then I feel like that's on you. Because like the minute you proposed the idea to me, I was like, that is dumb. Yeah. How many months ago was that? It was six, six months ago? Yes. We talked about it on the show and I was like, that is dumb. We both said that is dumb. dumb. Yeah. So for them to be on the other end, that means they have even more information about it than we do. And they still decided to go along with it. So in my head, there had to have been some incentive that they had that they were like, all right, let's go through with this. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not sure if it was an incentive or if they thought what we thought and then someone persuaded them. Hey, man, if someone again, if someone persuades you to buy a polished third, that's on you. Yeah. You feel me? It Especially is. if you're in the shit factory. If you're in the shit factory and somebody was like, yo, this polished turd right here, it's gold, though. And you saw him put the fucking shit on it. You saw him like put the fake gold yeah, on it. When you say, because it's like, what could he have said? What could they have pitched to them? Thank to you. To make you fall for that stupid ass idea. When when this on the face of it, the idea sounded bad. And so I'm just like, ah, feel me. I don't. I don't. I, I don't so dude, these are adults we're talking to... about. These are uh, adults with lots of money to throw around and with extensive just... knowledge of the fucking like law and tax system. You feel me? You, you think that they just figured they could ride the the wave of 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 black uprising and black you know uh, excellence that that people are trying to to fight for. And I don't even trying to ride that to success. I personally don't even know if it was that specific. I honestly think it was. It was just like you, you know, like how you make a movie to tank and you collect the fucking insurance I money. I feel like it was targeted because this was something that if because they didn't go the people. Who, I'm telling you. I mean, maybe sure I just don't sure have was, that information. It was you one feel of the me? CEOs of Disney that did this, and this is what <laughs> makes it so insidious to me: is that. He has access to to the right people to talk to. If he wanted to sell Quibi, he should have talked to Jack Dorsey. You know what I mean? Jack Dorsey probably has a better idea of how social how social media and online um, media is consumed than Will Packer. And he probably has the power to 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 make something like that come full circle moreover he probably has people who can better advise them as to what kind of content and media should go on there based on just the analytics that they get from twitter alone and so it just it 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 feels super predatory to me 
I mean, I, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, we both agree that it was exceptionally stupid, and we have no idea how they could have done something like that. I don't know it's how just they got so I much don't money. think that they were being preyed they on. That's so all. So much money. <laughs> that exactly. That's uh, my point. That's my point. Yes, the yes, their project failed, but they still made money from it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The people who who started Quibi made money for sure. Feel me? So that's why the I'm like, invested in Quibi did not make money for sure. <laughs> clowns, bro. That's what you get for having much money and not. But then again, like you said, it was head of Disney Plus. They might have trusted that nigga for status alone. But hey, again, ain't no substitute for being a good judge of character, bro. Oh, I yeah. don't give a fuck oh, who it is. Yeah. Don't let nobody sell you a polished turd. And you know, I I I, I do try my best to to make it a a, a habit of you, you real you. I'm going to be skeptical of you when you're talking about large sums of money, and it's the burden of proof is on you. And I'm not just going to just take whatever you give me as as your reasoning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you got to have a high standard and also, of, I guess of proof to I'm to the make type of person of where, like, if you let someone convince you of a bad idea, you got to accept some responsibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I firmly agree. Um, now, I do believe that there is a level of coercion that I think that that you might not be held responsible for. Um, but for the most part, that's a very high... Like, you know what I mean? Like when you're in certain relationships and the person knows that you have that that you're inclined to give them a positive response to something and they they manipulate that. That kind of coercion, I don't blame the person. Like sometimes you have but I don't mean I don't blame the bad decision on the person who made the bad decision. Right. But, but just so we're clear, is that what the case? That's not the case here. Okay, I'm okay, just, okay. I'm, just, I'm just elucidating a time in which I might hold uh, I might relieve the person of responsibility. This is not the case here. The case here is that they made poor decisions. They were they were duped by people who they should have been skeptical of, and because of their low threshold of uh, of, of skepticism, they were uh, they were brought into a venture that failed. That that's how I see it, you know. And I don't have any inside news or information, but yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Fucking hey, you want to chop up an hour long video into fifteen minutes? Fucking clowns. Yeah, and then the whole distribution. It was such a bad idea. I don't know, man. I can't keep a harpy go equippy, man. Good luck to Will Packer. I hope you get your money back, bro. <laughs> now, I respect Will Packer a lot, but boy, man, it just oh, I feel so bad for him. Because oh, I think he was a very. I think he invested substantially into it. But yeah, yeah, the video market right now is is it's a dangerous game to try to create your own video service in the face of Twitter, fucking Facebook. And I'm sorry, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Instagram yeah. And um, I'm I'm sleeping on Snapchat, but apparently Snapchat is pretty big too. Yeah, I try to stay away from Snapchat. That shit seems super toxic. I don't like Snapchat because they they've started integrating like ads in oh, between like every third and fourth videos. <laughs> Film, yeah, ads, that, filters. I'm straight. All you got to do is put ads in your shit, and you lose me instantly, instantly. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the way to make money these days. Like once you once you have a a substantial amount of of traffic on your platform. Oh yeah, it's all about ad revenue, ad buys. Absolutely. But yeah, that don't make me hate it any less. No, true, true story. <laughs> Oh man, did you see? Um, they released the the deposition of Ghislaine Maxwell, <laughs> bro. I heard about that. I'm wondering. I wonder is America? You think America is is America ever going to really deal with the 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 hard truth that a lot of its upper echelon is 
seriously affiliated with pedophiles. And I'm like, and I'm not even just saying like, oh, this is somebody who, who, you know, was caught. This is someone who had an island dedicated to the abuse of, of, of young women. And these people went to that island in which he abused that those young women. That's a deeper it, that that's different than me going to your house and you have happened to commit crimes in your house in the past. That's very different. Okay? That's not what we're talking about here. The the level of connection between the Clintons and the Trumps and all of these famous people and Jeffrey Epstein, I wonder if America's really gonna deal with that. No. No. <laughs> if the if the way that they deal with race is any indicator, no. <laughs> If the way they deal with Jeffrey Epstein is any indicator, <laughs> just no. kill every hey, they'll just kill everyone as they as yes. they get revealed. As long as you get too loud, you get too messy, you get removed. Damn, that shit sucks. Hey man, like it's one of those things where it's like if you're creating safeguards around your image, <laughs> you've already made you've already done gone too far. You already know. Once they hit a certain point, that's why this lady's been so fucking slippery. She's like, fuck, I say the wrong thing and I'm gonna disappear just like that nigga. Just like But at the same time, the prosecutor is coming for her neck. (laughs) So she's caught between a rock and a hard place. It's so crazy. Like, yo, this Eyes Wide Shut shit has got me on some neck shit because I'm trying to figure out, like, yo, who is the top of this weird hierarchy structure? Like, you'd think that Jeffrey Epstein was hot, but he was probably just a a mover. Yeah, he's just a manipulator. He's just a scumbag that happened to know the right people to manipulate. And he manipulated them the right thing that they just couldn't do anything about. Who's at the top of this? Um, that's probably a question people? do you know what to ask? Yeah, I know. Let me let me stop talking about this on a public platform. I wonder who's running the international pedophilia cabal. Hmm. Let's get know, to the bottom of this. this no, I'm joking. Okay. But yo, America's I'm, it sucks because the presence of things like that eventually have to be dealt with or else they lead to major corruption. Because what ends up happening is, is that you keep on putting people in power who are affiliated with this. And at some point, someone fucks up and then they put the whole structure at risk again. And then you have a whole nother, you know what I mean? Batch of issues that you have to deal with. And it's like you can only you. And while those people are present, you never know behind the scenes who's bribing them, who's manipulating yep. them because they all are, are, are compromised. Dirty. This is the problem with Dirty. Trump. This is pro- this is why Trump having a Chinese bank account is so problematic, because bro, <laughs> you bro, can't have you ain't got a secret as the Chinese president of bank the United account? States, nigga. Bro, come on, son. Y'all talking about that, bro? But Joe Biden over here, you talk about me and my secret bro, bank account. We're this nigga Joe Biden debate later. Don't man. even have Corona. This nigga never <laughs> he doesn't had know. Corona in his life. He doesn't even know the pain that I'm going through. Look at me. Tiger's blood, me. immune to the COVID. Yo, this man. thing is wild, bro. He said shit on national TV. Bro. Hey, man. That's, again, it's the same nigga that forgot he said he was the gamote, so. Well, and, you know, honestly, I, Anything's my, on the my table. opinion of him can't change at this point. It just makes me think that the people who follow him are dumber. Oh, dumber. yeah. They're, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really, I honestly know I have no idea what to do with people like that. Because it's just like, yo, you guys aren't even trying. You guys are really not trying. You're just going for like the lowest possible hanging fruit. You just you're picking it up off the floor despite the fact that it's rotting, and you're still eating it. So, uh, I, so I, don't, I don't even know because I mean everybody can see that it's rotten, but 
apparently these motherfuckers are just gobbling that shit down, and I don't know. I'm just confused. Yeah, it, we, we live in a strange time. <laughs> Speaking of strange times, did you hear what happened to Jeffrey Tubin? No. Nah, my man was on the Zoom call. Got a got a little. I guess he was talking to maybe his work wife or something. <laughs> so my man was. My man <laughs> pushed his camera back. Thought he was on mute. <laughs> It's like, go on with your bad self, girl. I'm going to handle this real quick. Everybody's heard. Oh, man. Bro, and, and, and this is the thing. is like, I'm sure this, is, this isn't this nothing new, but because so much of our lives have moved on to this digital, digital platform, platform yeah. it's gonna it, now it's going to be happening way more frequently. Because think about it. If a nigga will masturbate behind, standing behind you into a, 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 a potted plant, what makes you think that he's not gonna masturbate on a Zoom call? That's what Louis C.K. did. He stood behind some chick and masturbated into a potted plant behind her. If you think that if niggas is so are doing fucking that, weird. If niggas are doing that, if a pastor so will weird. pee on you on a public flight, on a, on a on a on a on a domestic flight, did you hear about that shit? No. Oh man. Oh, who was it? Oh, I forgot who it was. But nah, some chick was sitting on the on the on a flight, and and then an Atlanta pastor, I believe. Was caught urinating on her, bruh. I don't even know. That's bruh. what I'm saying. So what is happening? This is the stuff right happening now. in the in the actual in the actual on? factual in the face to face. What is happening? What makes you think that niggas jacking off on the Zoom call is not a thing, bruh? That's the that's the what, shit wait. That, hold on. How did this nigga pee on this lady on know. a plane? I don't know. But and she's suing him, and and I hope she gets a lot of money because she had to sit through the rest of the flight. They couldn't land the Bruh. plane, and she had to sit. And it was it was a full flight, so she couldn't move her seat or Bruh. nothing. Nah, nigga. There, nah, you um, you upgrading me to first class. You allowing me to beat this nigga's ass, Bruh, Like no, that Bruh. is. It was it was bad. It was bad. But um, that's what I'm saying. This is what niggas is doing out in the streets, bro. That's that's. This wild. is what niggas is doing in the streets. That is wild. So yeah, it's only a, it was only a matter of time until these famous niggas started getting called out on the zooms for doing wild reckless shit. Wow. But yo, when are you gonna open up to the podcast, <laughs> yo? What's the worst thing you ever done on an open Discord channel? Oh my God. Whatever you. What's the worst thing you ever do sitting in a Discord channel? Forget you on the Discord yeah. channel. The worst thing ever was definitely the the crackhead lady that lived next door that was fucking screaming and wailing at random hours of the day in my whole Hollywood apartment. Hollywood, Florida, by the way. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. That is... Bro. Come on. That is extreme. Know, Rico, you know, how many times have you got caught fapping on this? <laughs> Never. Never. Yo, I remember the worst thing I've ever done is I remember I got up one time to... to I had headless head, um, cordless headphones on and I was, it was playing League of Legends. That's funny. Like, yeah, yo, I'm gonna be right back and I thought I muted my shit and I went and I was taking a piss. I think I, I do remember that. Bed. Oh, yeah. I think I do I think remember like, that. What are you doing? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I think I may have been a part of that batch. So that's funny. Oh, yeah, man. nah, I'm I'm paranoid by a certain things, so nah, that's that's crazy. That's yeah. I, I I just can't wait to, to see some more because I mean not 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 to mention some tragic shit has happened on um on on the uh, on the zooms too because there was one there was one um young girl who was in her class and they were on a five minute break and they could see on her zoom that she was getting sexually assaulted in the background. No, yeah, shit was bad like. There was one where the girl, where a girl was in class, and in the background, 
you could hear gunshots and her mom got murdered in the other room. What the fuck? Yo, I'm what is happening? Bro, nobody gives a fuck what about Zoom. What is going on here. right now? You don't know? <laughs> Nigga, nobody gives a fuck about Zoom. Bro. You know what? I've been watching um I don't know if you ever saw the um the old pranks done by that one dude that did the African warlord pranks in the oh, in the yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That dude is back and he's pranking Zoom calls, but he's doing but his new shit is hilarious. He's got like this really dark room and he's this like dude is playing a witch doctor. And Gosh. yo, he, my absolute favorite one is he joins a Zoom call of like women doing yoga, and he's like, "That's his ladies, just like that." <laughs> oh, oh no! Yo, no. the way the lady like dove down to the floor, like crawled military style out of frame. I was like, "Oh my god!" Wow. But nah, I've been sleeping on the craziest side of Zoom calls. That's insane, bro. Zoom calls are not to be trifled. That is though. insane. God damn! I can't believe. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> oh, dude, with all of these, with all of the school moving online, did you hear fucking uh, professors at universities are are assigning Prager University uh, videos as as classwork? Yeah, are I you familiar with Prager University? Because it is a fucked up thing. Yeah, I heard about the article itself, but I'm not too familiar well, with Prager the actual university. university. It's not a university. It's an online ultra-right-wing conservative propaganda engine. Mm -hmm. And it's run by the Koch brothers. <laughs> or the Koch brother. <laughs> but no, um... And it's, it's, it's probably... It is the number one, I would say, outside, like, non-social media uh, platform for spreading disinformation. Whether it's about climate change, fracking, uh, conservatism, uh, uh, anti-LGBTQIA rights, like that's the kind of stuff that they that they peddle in this. And you have university professors defaulting to them this place with no accreditation, no credentials for a, a college education. This country's fucked, man. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, dude. Like it's like okay. It was bad enough that the public education system was bad, but at least the college education system you had to pay to get into. So there was a certain bar of entry when it came into the information that they would disseminate. Dude, hearing this, I I would never step foot on a university, nor would I would immediately withdraw from any class and, and, and leave that university that assigned me Prager University videos as class assignments. Yeah. Unless it's a, unless it's a class on how to recognize disinformation. Bro, it's crazy. I saw this article that said that um that's one of the reasons why right but one of the reason why right-wing disinformation is winning so much is because a lot of the news sources are behind paywalls while the disinformation is already being bankrolled by people like and the fucking right. Coke brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that it's it's like yo that's crazy. That is Yeah, insane. this move to this online life is really fucked. And not that it inherently is fucked. It's just that we are not mature enough yeah. as and a there society are no safeguards right now. to deal with it. And the people who are creating these platforms aren't doing it in mindful ways. And so it, it's creating a clusterfuck of mental illness and, and exploitation that is just, it's going to go down in the ages. If, this, if we don't blow the world up um, during the second Trump um, administration, then we're going to, we're definitely going to put this shit in the books as a dark age uh, don't worry man the corporations got you global warming 
will ensure that um, this doesn't go too I really do feel far. like they're like, yo, this, we might as well burn the house down. I really do feel like that. They're like, we won the game, and we don't want to play the game and possibly lose, so we might as well just burn down the house, right? Well, no. I think that they believe that they've insulated themselves well enough that if they do burn the house down, they can still live out their rest of their lives in relative comfort. They trust Elon Musk to take them to Mars? Nah, nah. You can have a nice <laughs> little like, bunker online. I mean, online, underground, that can well, serve seen, it to we, you. We've seen Cloverfield. Um, trying to bunker to bunker up underground doesn't always work out. <laughs> what was that? Uh, 21 Cloverfield Lane? Yeah. The, I still haven't seen that one with John Goodman. Yeah. It, well, it, it's just that, you know, the underground life um, does fuck with people. Like, there's been studies of, of people who, who've lived long periods of their time. That's why um, they make you cycle out of Antarctica and Arctica, the research centers and the at the poles. They make you cycle out of that bitch. You can't stay there for too long because just living under, you know, without the sun for long periods of time, <laughs> stuff like that, it fucks with the human body. Yeah, it's why um, apparently alcoholism and um, suicide is rife in Alaska. Mm. I just think it's because they're conservative crazies. <laughs> the winter solstice can get to some people though but yeah dude did you see this um in san francisco they're deploying the first uh of its kind uh department of non-armed mental health uh, ad- uh public advisors to non-violent that. mental health calls to 911 mm-hmm. it's like I'm, I'm halfway between good job and how the fuck is this not already a thing? <laughs> what took you so long? Like, what? Yes. Like, good job, and what took you so long? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, that don't even make no sense. Like, why were we ever deploying police to mental health calls? Like, if the person is being just overtly aggressive or it's a, it's a domestic violence, these are all things that, if you believe in calling police, then I can understand why you would call them in those situations. But a mental health issue? The police? It's probably because people don't know any better alternative. You know, and that's sad because there are alternatives, especially here in L.A. In L.A., there are a few alternatives. And you know what? I might actually go out of my way and get some of those numbers for the next episode and and put them at the end just uh, for the peoples. But there are definitely uh, resources that you could utilize that uh, to help somebody who's in a mental health crisis. Yeah, yeah. That the does thing not is, involve like, calling the police. In a crisis, it's easy to remember nine one one, but it's kind of yeah. hard to go and actually find the right resource to to find the person. So it's good that it the sucks. actual police are take or the actual government is taking the the charge on that. Like, and I know that in America we have this idea of like leave it to the mental health, leave it to the professional. But at some point, like especially when you're dealing with loved ones, like you gotta you gotta sometimes there's things in life that you have to put yourself into harm's way to do. And if you know that you have a loved one with a mental health issue and you choose to to try to help them in their life, then you also have to accept that there might be occasions in which you put yourself in harm's way to help them. And that doesn't give you the right to call the police on them. That doesn't give you the right to put them in danger and you in danger when you are fully aware of their mental health issue. Like, that's the part that gets me is is it's you're calling the police because you think they're going to help. But what made you think that? Who told you that? Who told you that? And I do know that in some places where they don't have the adequate resources, the hospital will tell you call 911. But I don't know why it also alleviates the mental health professionals from having to show up. They both should show up. 
Why are the police showing up and being the only one dealing with this crisis? Like, we have to have crisis actors. And, 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 and I'm not talking about crisis actors, people who act like they're in a crisis. I'm talking about people who come and are, in, uh, are empowered to act in a crisis for the betterment of the people involved. And so, you know, I don't—I'm not a, a genius. Like, this, this isn't a hard thing to come up with. Like, this is just basically having some compassion for people— and wanting the situation to be better. You know what I mean? But salute to San Fran. They finally got around to it. It took deaths of countless black men at the hands of every single police department in this country. That's the crazy part. There's not a single police department in this country that has not put an unarmed black man under the ground. Not a single one. They find them. And you go out to Montana, he's like, there's no black people there. And it's like, oh, they find them. They've all had to deal with it. Like in the middle of of Indiana when that 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 young swimmer was 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 accosted by the police and almost got shot for do for taking a picture of a sign that he was asked to by his white swimming coach. See what I'm saying? Like they they look for it. You know what I mean? Like how many black people have to be accosted before we start to actually make real reforms? San Fran's taking some steps. And I hope that that's a pilot program that catches fire around the country because, ah, geez, Northern Cal catches fire. <laughs> um, I hope that, that that spreads to the rest of the country um, because that is it, it's it's a very basic it's a very basic concept that I can't believe has been overlooked for this long. It's a necessity. A functioning society should be providing these the, this amenity to its its citizenry. No problem. We should be. And, 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 and you know where you can get that money from? The police budget. Because the police budget could absolutely pay for that in spades. And, you know, and that, and that just shows me how trash the police, the police organization as a nationwide organization is, is that they could have chosen to do this if they gave a fuck about actually doing this job that the this, that this society has put on them. They could have done this without us saying this. The police could very well easily say, hey, you know what? We're going to start up an unarmed task force to do this because it's important. And guess what? We get a lot of fucking calls in the major cities for mental health issues. A lot of them. Maybe stuffing people on top of each other wasn't a great idea. But as long as we're going to keep doing it, maybe we should also have an unarmed task force to help. No, it's because that was never their, their, their goal. And that's why you can't reform police. And that's why defunding is only a way to abolishing that fucking institution and replacing it with something that actually serves a community and actually provides safety to people. But that's just me. I know that's a radical idea. <laughs> but speaking of fucking, since we're on the topic, fuck that shit. Um, they released Derek Chauvin. They acquitted him of his that, murder yeah. charges. Well, according, I've heard that the third degree charges is not the important one. It's the second degree charge that's the most important. So, oh, uh, I think it's it is. Not they, I think that they put that out to let us know what's happening. I mean, look, I've seen porcupines in this country get just as fast as black people. So yeah. I'm not really holding my breath. But you know, it's yeah, it is what it is. But um, so there's that. And that, and honestly, that they, that's that's how they always set us up. That's how they set it up. That's how they set it up. Oh, we're, we're, the third degree charges are dismissed, but that's not the important one. It's like, mm, then why did you announce it? 
because well, you're they're massaging were, public opinion. To be fair, they would announce everything on that case anyway because it's newsworthy. I I guess I guess um, I don't know. I just I don't. Is that newsworthy? Yes. Is that part because it has George Floyd's name in it? But it doesn't. It, it's it's not the culmination of the of the judgment. Doesn't I want to know what the judgment is. I mean, you absolutely. I'm not. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying that. Yes, it is a newsworthy because there's a newsworthy name within that cycle, and it re revives that news cycle. Oh, okay. You're just talking about in the in, in content <clears throat> creation. I'm the, I'm t- I'm I'm as a content creator. I guess I should be thinking along those lines, but I'm just thinking more along as a citizen and somebody who is desperately concerned about the which way this goes. Is that that's not in any way that moves my mind towards all right now get ready get ready for the next dismissal that's why they put out this dismissal more so i mean to be fair like i said earlier you should absolutely just always remain at that stage regardless of what they says until the the judgment has Mm -hmm. been issued because like i've stated i've seen cases Yo, Harambe Nothing got, ever got, got justice faster than you black people. Me? That lion got justice faster than black people. The two fucking that porcupines dog that, that, they, that, that got fuck, justice. You feel me? That's what I'm talking Yo, about. That dog so, that that white woman threw at that black guy got justice. So but, at the end of the day, I don't really give a fuck about the dog and pony show. I care about the results. So, yes, I do think that's why they brought it up. But yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the individual like blips don't really matter to me. Feel me? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, like you feel me? I only care about the results. You feel me? So the rest of that is just noise. I only care about the results, and hey, it don't look good. But speaking on the police brutality, this SARS thing—they're protesting in Nigeria, and all power to them. Um, I particularly dislike the social media campaign around it. I think it's a lot of shit, and I don't think that it's substantive. Um, if you're trying to sway America's public opinion to get sanctions placed on Nigeria, you're sorely misplaced. That is a terrible idea. You do not sanction a country because of a police brutality issue that will cause way worse ramifications because sanctions usually cover things like medicine and food. And so you don't want to sanction a country that, that of, of Nigeria's side of size, when you know what I mean, when they have seasonal food production, no, you don't want to do that. Um, so the social media platform is probably useless, but I absolutely support the feet on the ground. I support the the nah, Nigerian because without the social media platform, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be talking about it right now. But me talking about it is useless. I'm only talking about it in the context of beware of social, beware of where you put your money when you when these social media uh, uh, things pop up, because. The same way I wa- the same way I would never go to Nigeria and ask a bunch of Nigerian people to contribute to the American police brutality issue because they have their own police brutality issue like we have to fix our home before we go out and and try to help other people's home and they are you know broadcasting mainly to people in America when it comes to these social media platforms and we are here trying to fix our home. We don't. We we yeah, don't. Yeah, but social media is still that. far-reaching, though. You know what I mean? Granted, it's I don't just know exposure. If people in Korea are going to respond and help out. Maybe BTS has got some extra time on their <laughs> But now, nah, son, exposure, exposure, so, absolutely. Get more people, more eyes and ears on it. I don't believe that that's um that that's useful um, when it comes to actual change on the ground. I don't think it is. 
I mean, I disagree because if you don't know about a problem, you can't do anything to change it. So informing people is step one. No, but there's there's the people the people who are are empowered to, sh- to fix Nigeria's problem aren't going to social media to to be influenced. There are people inside of Nigeria who are on the ground. The same way that social right, media but you can still use social only, media as an intermediary to reach those other people. That doesn't ju- just because which it, other people like I get it. Like when they're using social media and Facebook to organize their protests and stuff within the, the to communicate with each other. That's not what I'm talking about. I don't find that the international social media outreach is impactful whatsoever. It doesn't do anything. Okay, and that's fine. And most of the time, but, what it ends up doing is siphoning money to, to NGOs that don't help on the ground. And that's what that's what's happened a lot with BLM. And that's what's happened a lot with um with with the with the Syrian um protest. That's what happens a lot of times when we're talking about Israel, the boycott, divest, sanction movement. Like it doesn't actually result in in helping the situation i mean i will agree that it can be abused but i don't agree that they just shouldn't do it oh, no, no no i i i'm not gonna tell them what they should or shouldn't do what i'm saying is that when you are consuming that media be very mindful of it and while it might help spread awareness be careful about spending your money and 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 putting out hashtags and supportive things that i much prefer that phrasing of the statement okay i apologize that was the point i was trying to get across um no, I'm not. I really don't. I, it, I apologize. I don't want to seem critical of the Nigerians who are actually going about trying to create awareness on the internet. What I'm weary of are Americans who are either using this for publicity or spreading spreading it around, and maybe not spreading it around truths, and maybe putting on organizations that aren't directly affiliated with help on the ground. Much better. And so that creates an atmosphere that diverts away from it, um, which I apologize. I didn't realize that I had, had so vaguely stated that earlier. But um, I absolutely support... Clearly, there is a police brutality issue in Nigeria. I absolutely support them in in in, in rectifying that in whatever way is possible. But what I, I don't want to do is I don't want to repeat of like all the 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 what was the other one? Not the Coney one because that one was pretty bad. But just the social media fervor that wells up around things like the Sudan and yes. nothing ever fucking happens. Mm-hmm. And then people feel good about themselves or they they feel engaged and. It, what I feel like it does is it desensitizes them to real engagement, you know? And so that that's the only reason why I want to bring awareness to that. Yes, support Nigeria. But if you want to support Nigeria, take a trip out there and actually put some feet on the ground if that's what you want to do. But hashtagging is n- not the best way to go about this. Social media is meant to galvanize feet on the ground. That's when social media is beneficial to a movement. You know, not not when it's not when it's just a nebulous thing that that we're using for publicity to get to just to find out if, if little baby commented. Did he did he post hashtag SARS cancel him? Let's stop that shit. If you didn't comment on hashtag and SARS or you didn't comment on on hashtag boycott divest sanction, it's fine. It's OK. We should stop require. You know what I mean? Because those are the only people engaging it that way. Those the only people engaging with that social media uh, uh, awareness are celebrities, the people least likely to do anything. And so, yeah, I just I'm not trying to poo poo the NSARS movement. I'm trying to poo poo the the asshats on the internet that diffuse the energy when it needs to be concentrated because they have a hard fight ahead of them. And 
I, I don't want to see anything derail that. You know what I mean? And and, and moreover, focus here. Like for the all these American artists, please, we need all hands on deck here. Like we are the genesis of the problem. We are the genesis of this type of policing, by the way. We exported this style of policing to the world. We create we in Israel, of course, but because like and that's, that's not even that's not anti-Semitic. That is the truth. Israel Israeli companies heavily invest and manufacture policing and security equipment and gear. Just is what it is. And so we if we fix our problem here, we are we can then export better policing models. Be the change. I've always I've always 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 advocated for that. Be the change. And if we if we want to help Nigeria, America's best way to help Nigeria is to fix its own policing problem and then start exporting beneficial policing models to the rest of the world because we all know that the rest of the world wants to fucking look to America for some goddamn reason for all of its for 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 all of its societal structures cuz we're the loudest <laughs> bad idea on their part it ain't nearly as nice as they like they want to think oh they're learning yeah are they ever but yeah so yeah i just wanted to point that out dude <laughs> and this is why it never pays to coon Especially in politics, because by definition, politicians are public servants. So when you coon for politics, you're doing it in public. And when they sell you out, guess where they're doing it? In public. And so the attorney general of Kentucky, the uh, the uh, the governor is calling him out and saying that he he conducted the Breonna Taylor grand jury terribly. And he's seeking to release the 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 uh, jurors from from their silence. They already did. One of them already came out and spoke about it. Yeah. Oh, that one. And now they're looking to get the transcripts released. Lol. So that they can get the David written Cameron. record of it because he can the juror can say whatever they want, but the written transcript is what is legally binding, and so that's what's going to be interesting. And, and my nigga had so much smoke for Meg Thee Stallion oh, yeah. after fucking SNL. Oh yeah. Just oh, yeah. like just like that nigga Should Kanye had so much smoke after fucking uh Issa went up there. Mm-hmm. Notice how notice when these niggas choose yeah. to say something. You notice that? You yeah. notice when these niggas you notice with all the other episodes of SNL, them niggas never had nothing to say. Nope. But yeah, so they're they're selling him up the river, like, yo, fuck this nigga, yo. This nigga over here. You were supposed to be the blackface. You were you supposed feel? to get the black community on board. All you did is inflame them and insult their queen. Chill. Fuck out of here, bro. Like, you're the worst blackface ever. He's, he's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> but that's what that's what happens when you ain't got no balls, bro. Or bro. integrity. Integrity is very important. Yeah, no integrity. Because if you had any kind of integrity, you would have never let that slide, bro. No way. Never in a million no fucking way. years. Like, even her ex-boyfriend wasn't willing to name her as an informant after the fact when the when the when the fucking for some reason the fucking i don't remember if it was the prosecutor or the defense was trying to paint her as an informant or some yeah, stupid yeah, ass yeah. shit and like the that. boyfriend was like nope yeah you, no way. even he had more integrity than you and he had fucking everything to lose everything everything fucking bitch ass Yo, david cameron to that bro. man for standing up man bitch like it's a shame nigga. that his actions brought well it was their actions they absolutely. shot and killed her absolutely wrong address I, I sucks that he was involved everything. with that that he had to be involved with that like him standing up and being a man and defending his his, his woman and 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 their stead Fuck resulted it. in these ass hats overreacting and, and and massacring her 
And so it, it's a shame. I feel real bad for him. But um, yeah, man, never it never pays to coon. It never pays to coon. Never. Mm. Look at Candace Owens. <laughs> All y'all dumb fucks are on the fucking curb. You ignorant shits. I fucking can't stand people who coon, bro. Yo, it's just you remember so dumb. Stacey Dash? It's so dumb. Yo, look at them. They just get tossed out. That's why. I, that's why I feel like 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 Fifty is so stupid for saying this dumb shit. Like, but not not that they even fuck with him or he fucks with them in general. It's like, why are you doing that? That's why I despise Curtis Jackson so much for for being a troll. Because as much as I want to respect him as a human being, just doing shit like that makes you such a piece of trash to me. It's like, why were you, why are you doing that? Like, what what do you have to gain from just misrepresenting everything? Is it jokes for you? Because it's not jokes for a lot of people. And so, yeah, dude, it's just get off the coon train. <laughs> Step back into your respective, you know, neighborhoods. Reconnect with some people who who care about you because these motherfuckers don't give a shit about you. They gonna throw you under the bus quick, fast, and in a hurry. That's lit, yo. I hope that nigga loses his job. Oh, oh he's definitely David losing his Cameron job. Loses his oh, job. that nigga's definitely so losing lit. his job. And they're, he's definitely losing his job. And they're definitely not doing anything oh, about. They're definitely they're gonna stand on on anything that he does, <laughs> but they'll fire him. Facts. Oh no, they won't give her justice. Facts. But Just like how won't. they changed the law but still didn't arrest none of the cops. Mm-hmm. Or didn't charge none of the cops. Douchebags. That shit's ridiculous. Yo, but did you see uh the government has brought up major antitrust lawsuits against Google? And now yeah. I know that sounds like oh I mean okay. that's great, but, but what no, about no, no, the rest no. of them? Oh, do not do not fluff this off because the last time the government did a law antitrust lawsuit the entire world of computing and internet changed and that was when they broke up microsoft (laughs) we would not have the world of computers that we have today if not for that because if you think facebook was dominant microsoft was even more dominant than facebook because they had inroads to the hardware that you were using and i mean i don't have any system. issues with it i'm so just they saying they just not up. google alone you feel me google's not the only one that needs an antitrust bus oh right no now. but that's the thing is like it's a good start google is a, it's a great start it's the biggest one and it sets the precedent so that means you're google facebook twitter absolutely getting hit probably now zoom too because zoom is becoming a major utility on the internet uh, space like all of these big companies are going to get hit don't even get it twisted but getting Google is super important, and it's going to change the landscape depending on the the depending on whether well, either way, no matter what the 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 um the, um the disposition of the court is at the end, it's going to change the landscape because either Google is going to be heavily regulated at the end of this, and they're going to get broken up, or they're going to be emboldened to even take even <laughs> more control over the system. So either way, get ready for the wave. I guarantee you that they're every day at Google, they're telling their employees. T minus this amount of time for <laughs> massive company-wide changes. It's going to come, and it's going to change the way that the, the the landscape of the Internet is is uh, is structured. Um, from ad, ad rev is going to change because Google ad rev is like the fundamental online ad distribution. Standard. Yeah, so that's going to change. Um, Facebook is going to change. Instagram is going to change. Twitter is going to change. Um, search engines are going to change. Gmail is going to change. Um, 
It's just it's so much on the internet landscape. Spotify is probably going to get hit by some stuff. Um, all of these big DSPs and, and, and platforms are going to get hit. And when it changes, we're going to be living in a new digital environment. And I don't know, man. It sucks, man. First, our, our physical lives are upended by the Roni. And now we got fucking this antitrust lawsuit that's about that's really set to to put some crazy shit into motion on the internet 2021 the movie is gonna be crazy <laughs> i'm telling you my nigga 2021 the movie is gonna be my shit i can't wait and it's not because i'm i'm expecting good things it's only because <laughs> like I, I i'm such an explorer like that like the unknown cool as long as i don't know that it's gonna be bad when i know it's gonna be bad it's totally I'm, I'm not fucking with that but if it's unknown shit it could be ultimate goodness right <laughs> nah there's no such thing <laughs> unlikely yeah bro no I, I've rolled three rainbows on a five star bro <laughs> that was it was that in the game or was that in real life <laughs> which one is that nah bro uh, it, it, I don't know it's just in no in real life I've definitely I've definitely rolled some 20s in real life like woo yeah, yeah, I'm not saying you Look didn't roll that. 20. That you, I'm just talking about the consecutive rainbows that you described. Uh, That's what I'm talking uh, about. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. All I'm saying is, is that it could it could not be bad. I mean, I don't know. It's whatever. I don't really give a it shit. It could not be bad. Look, man, I'm a soldier. Whatever happens, <laughs> uh, see, I will pra- handle yeah, it. Yeah, the dour pragmatic soldier. I hear you, I hear yeah, whatever happens, I but will handle it. That has been Rico's archetype since day one. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. That's how it's been. My life has always been unpredictable. You've, you've always been a servant of the sword and board style. Yeah, pretty Austere. much. <laughs> but that's what's up, man. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping that, that whatever happens... That the newer Congress people get involved because uh, I hope it's not these. If this, this lawsuit against Google is headed up by a bunch of stodgy old white dudes, <laughs> I'm telling you, ain't shit coming of it. Ain't That's shit coming funny. of it because they don't understand. Did enough you about what Google overcharge does. people with your products? Yes, yes, we did. Did you know that was wrong? I did. Will you stop doing it? No, no. <laughs> Dismissed. Yeah, no. That's that's it. That's all I got. But no, and, and and so yeah, unless you got your 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 AOCs in there, and it sucks because yeah. honestly, what's crazy is like she is literally the best congressperson there. <laughs> no, seriously, because she's the only one that didn't she's go there and the immediately best started that sucking we have in um, the entire country. Dick. Yeah, because she's she's vaguely familiar with technology. She's humble enough to get advice when she doesn't know something she's savvy enough to know how to interface with the people and she has enough integrity to not fucking sell them out when they she knows what they want it's just she's literally the best congressperson we have and it's not even to 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 fucking be all up her ass and shit it's like it's so rare that i can't she whenever i want to use an example of what a good congressperson should be doing she has examples, and she's the only one presenting examples outside of like the Ilhan Omars and the Liana Presleys. But and, and and what hurts me about them is that they don't know how to navigate the space with a bunch of old white men. Like they and and not that they don't have a right to be in, invective and berate them and and do all of those things. Um, I just don't think it's useful in the political space right now as it, as it's situated. You know what I mean? Like it might speaking that way might have got you into Congress, but it won't get you anywhere in Congress. It won't get your constituency anything that they want. It'll get you to vote where the way you want, but no one's going to work with you. And so and even though a lot of people dislike AOC, a lot of them sign 
sign on to, to to the progressive legislation that she's interested in. She pioneered the great new uh, the great the Green New Deal. Um, so like, come on, you know, let's. Yes, I'm, I'm not going to tone police black women. You know what I mean? Like, you can't say anything to black women about their tone anymore. They got like I guess a decade of just saying whatever the fuck they want before we can even say anything about it. But all I can say is is that. You catch more flies with honey. <laughs> I mean, it. and you're in politics, and so you're trying to catch flies because you're not. You know what I mean? You're, but to be fair, mm-hmm. them niggas will twist your word regardless of how you address them. So fuck them. Do it in the way that's fucking. Do it in the way that you feel is more efficient because people will twist to, your or you words. You don't have to address them. And see, that's how AOC so gets around it. She just doesn't address them. And I mean, she but what she does, them, she goes in, official, though. It's only in the official capacity, though. Yeah, and, this is and true. what they don't want to do is they don't want to reveal that because what if they reveal that, they'll reveal the context of why she's yelling at them. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to hide from you. That's like, like when she called out that out one dude. media and they go out in public and they speak about them. You don't see AOC talking about anyone else, any of the Republicans in, in, in Congress out on her stump. You don't see her doing that. As you shouldn't. You're giving niggas she's free publicity. And that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like she's just such a good politician. She's doing it really well. And I'm, and that is not to diminish Ayanna Pressey and Ilhan Omar. I'm only denoting a style difference that seems to be more effective. That's just, that's it. Because I just I have seen and, and Twitter is like the most disgusting place, man. They will fucking tone police black women for every little thing they say. That's exactly what I'm saying. Say how the fuck you want to. Yeah, it's somebody's waiting in the wings. Like Brianna Greyjoy, she was commenting, so she she stopped really doing the social media uh, commentary on 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 um on politics and so much for. She just keeps that for her podcast and her job. And when she does that, she's on social media. She usually is talking about other stuff, and or she's addressing people who are being rude to her. Um, but she started watching the West Wing, and so she started a tweet thread where she's critiquing the West Wing. And now people are attacking her to critique of the West Wing as if she's talking about America. And it's like, she can't even critique fake politics without being attacked as if she's some kind of sub- subverting America. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, is the idea of a black woman speaking her mind the subversion to America? Because that's all that you're talking about. That's all, you're, that's all I see in front of me. It's a black woman speaking, and you're yelling at her saying she's subverting America, which makes you look like a racist. Because that shit's crazy. Clown emoji. Bro, clown, 10 clown emojis, yo. Get the fuck out of here, bro. But salute to black women for all the shit that they take. Between that and then the dickheads fucking backing uh, Daystar and his bullshit. Yo, yo, protect black women, please. I'm begging you people. Like, yo, we gotta fucking, we have to change this this cultural norm of denigrating black women. This shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. But yeah, no, sorry. I got off on a tangent there. Um, oh, man. Obama had finally hit the campaign trail for, for Biden. He's, he, he, he brought the guns for Trump. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and one thing I will say, like, Obama, he will get you. And he'll get you in a way where you, where you just see things. Because he hit you, he hit you with the eloquence. But then this nigga also uses a lot of the same energy to attack black voters and call them lazy. So I don't know what the fuck he's about, but yeah, you take that mad personally. <laughs> I do. I fucking hate that shit, and it's the reason why I don't support him and his That's wife. Funny. Honestly, I I support them as human beings, but I do not support them as public figures because they're the amount of neoliberal. Uh, uh, when I say neoliberal, neoliberalism is a 
economic slash political form in which capitalism is ultimately pervading the government and is the uh, the rubric in which they make decisions, political decisions and economic decisions. And so his neoliberal agenda and his militaristic uh, uh, international agenda is, is, is plenty bad enough. So for him to say that black people were being lazy when we decided that mm, that first term you didn't show us enough, it's just fucked up. And then furthermore, he knows the numbers and he knows that the numbers of black people don't substantiate this claim that they control the outcomes of elections. He knows that shit. And he knows that the, between the electoral college and the way that the districts are set up, that we've been disenfranchised. And that, that whole black people vote thing is a fucking vote, is, is a, is a pass the buck scheme in which they pass the responsibility for the fucked up nature of the system that oppresses black people back on the black people. And so he knows that. Whether or not he admits it, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine why he would admit it, but he's been at the top. He knows what those numbers look like. And so it's really disingenuous for him to take time out of his campaigning to, to, to vote shame black people. No, nigga, we weren't lazy. We chose not to vote for you. We, we decided that, guess what? Not all skin folk was kinfolk. And we were going to need more from you than what you did in those four years. And you told us nothing. You told us that there wasn't going to be no change. You came in with hopey, changey shit and left out with, it's a Republican Congress. Which it wasn't the first term. Your first term, you guys had unanimous control over the motherfucking government. And what did you do? Shit all for black people. So fuck out of here with, with your whole attack on black people being lazy. That shit ain't cool. But kudos for, for, for calling Trump out for his bullshit. You know what I mean? At least you saved some of those, 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 those words for him. Because you so quickly use them to denigrate the black community in terms of black people who did feel disenfranchised by politics. That not even your election could make them feel empowered. But anyway, yeah. Sorry. I know. I I do take I take extreme exception to that. I take extreme sex exception to that because everyone has the right to choose to engage in these politics or choose not to. And it's a, I believe it's very un-American to 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 tell people or make them feel any type of way because they've decided to go either way on their inclusion into the the political spectrum. I disagree. What's more American than that? There's nothing more American than enforcing your beliefs on other people. Well, I'm talking about American. I get what you ideal, mean. I'm just speaking asshole. American, <laughs> no, you're right. No, in practice, that's very American. In ideal, it's not American. Um, but yo, so if this uh, if this ends up going uh, to another Trump election, which I strongly feel like it might, um, not because I wanted to, but just because this country's fucked, but. There's there was some hope in international politics. So in Bolivia, there was a coup in which the right wing uh, 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 opposition party managed to uh, get Evo Morales uh, ejected from the country because they accused him of being a dictator when in actuality the people voted to give him an additional term outside of the legal limits of the Constitution. And so... The right-wing party ousted him, got international support, forced him out. He had to leave the country. That was, I think, 18 months ago or so. And so now 
now it's coming full circle. The right wing government has, uh, as they've been promising and trying to forestall, uh, has to, you know, hold another election because technically it's still a democracy, even though they've committed a coup technically. And so they hold their their election and they vote in the nigga that was uh, that was exiled. So now they legally and, and, and on top of that, because of the, the past situation in the country, this was a very heavily monitored election. The election was internationally monitored and there was no fraud found in their election. So Wait, now wow. they have to cede power back to the people they just committed a coup from, which I got to see how this turns out. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. That's amazing, by the way, because that's never happened in history where a fascist party performed a coup and then tried to institute democracy only to get voted out for the people who they committed the coup on. Usually, they manufacture another candidate. I feel, man. And then... And they. What is this, your first coup, bro? Bro, they didn't manufacture they didn't, another candidate. Oh, they ran against the, the, the stand-in for Avo in the election uh, for the Moss Party. They elected the Moss Party, and of course, he immediately ceded to Avo. That was the whole point. Really? And so, like, now the fascists are like, fuck. I mean, <laughs> so I'm keeping with history, fascists aren't very aren't long term thinkers, bro. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. Has there ever been like a fascist regime that lasted like no, more than a couple decades? They're fucking. They're they're so Felix driven, bro. It, like it's so bad. It's so bad because <laughs> that's the only way to trick people into thinking that fascism is good is to be emotional. Yes. And, and emotionally motivate them. Because while you're rational, wrapped up in it, you're like, oh, this is a great idea. While you're wrapped in it, but with a little bit of distance, you're like, no, that's actually pretty stupid yeah did you think about what's gonna happen after they vote nah nah we, we come on dollars just get power bro we worry about that shit next week next week next week but yo so that that uh gives me some hope that you know if trump manages to fucking steal this election which is the only way he can actually win i just i while i think a lot of americans are racist and stupid i don't think that he actually i don't think that those people are the ones who vote <laughs> the old white middle class people vote and all the stupid p poor people who support Trump are the ones that are creating this image that he has support. And so I don't think that he could actually win legitimately. So in the case that he does steal it and then the the Democrats are too weak to do anything about it and we get another four years of him. Maybe after that, the people will be motivated into voting an actual real leftist progressive party <laughs> because that that's like that's that's what just happened they had a fascist coup in bolivia and they managed to vote them out so why can't we and with cornell west having reached out to see this is why the social media bullshit don't help and there's better ways to use your energy you see cornell west went and spoke to the u.n and the u.n now has reason to send in um observers now given that we that could open up a whole new avenue for change in America, because that would be the objective third party that could give legitimacy to a left uprising. I'm thinking. So I don't know, but we definitely need some 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 kind of third party observer because he's already said he's not accepting the, the election results. He literally said there's only one outcome that I will accept, and that's if I win. Otherwise, it was rigged. He said that. I mean, to be fair, he doesn't remember it. Nigga, that was weeks ago. 
Feel me? That was just something he said when you asked him a question. Doesn't necessarily mean it's how he feels. That doesn't necessarily mean if you ask him the same question <laughs> yeah, one week nigga, later that, that you'll get the same answer. I had answer. to deal with him on a regular basis. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yo, nah, man. Nah, B. When I talk to you, I can understand that there's a reasonable assumption that if you're saying something to me or if you're joking, you'll you'll make it reasonably understood that you're joking. And that when you say something, if I come to you tomorrow and I reference what you said, you'll at least vaguely remember it. <laughs> This nigga can't vaguely remember what he tweeted before the fucking before the before the debate. Uh, so nah, I mean, I'd have to fuck that nigga up. That's I just have to man. fuck him up. Like not even on some angry I want to kill you shit. <laughs> I would just have to beat his ass to let him know you're like, yo, my G, you can't do that to people. Right. You can't do that to people. You can't talk to people and then talk to them the next day and be a different person. Uh, that's you can't do that, yo. My favorite thing ever is that he claims to not remember saying that he has the greatest memory of all time. I feel like that's my favorite gem about everything about Well that, that encapsulates Donald Trump. Is the do you feel me? The like, gamote be like, I don't remember saying that. Said it. It's on fucking recording, and then fucking he has the nerve it. to say, I don't remember saying it. I and love then when it. people tell him, yo, like the, like the other day when she when the, when when he was being asked a question about uh uh QAnon, he's like, I don't know what QAnon is. <laughs> so she tells him what QAnon is, and he goes, I don't know what QAnon is. He goes, But I just told you. She goes, Yeah, but you said that. I can't trust you. And I'm like, All right, nigga. Fuck you, bro. Fuck you. I mean, he's fair. You could have just made I'm up any bullshit on the spot. I'm legally obliged to tell you the truth. As the president of the Yo. United States, I'm legally obliged to tell you the truth. And you're going to fucking tell me to my face right now that I'm not telling you exactly what's going hey, on. Hey, man, you just Fuck made that here, up, bro. bro. QAnon is digital. Yo, that, oh, it is digital, though. <laughs> nah, you got it. Yo, that's bro, funny. That nigga's infuriating, bro. I can imagine. Well, here, let's go ahead and just wrap on this then, um, because it was the debate. And by and and it it was a much better debate than the first one. Um, I believe that the moderator's name was Kristen Welker. She did a great job. African American woman represented hard. Um, she did have she did have one up on the other moderator on Chris Wallace though. They gave her the mute button. Nice. Um, which he only talked over it once. He didn't leave, like, so I was about to, I was going to try to do a drinking game where wherever he says Antifa, China, <laughs> uh, Corrupt, or Hunter, you got a drink. Um, you get 50 points if you, if you uh, guess at what marker he walks out of the debate. <laughs> and if you blind guess that he stays the whole time, you get 100 and he, and he actually stays. You'll get 100 points. Um but yeah, none of that actually happened. Like, I was just making some shit up. But uh, he he actually ah he performed decently on the debate. Trump did. Biden, like, if I were to give them a grade from one to a hundred, I would say Trump got like a sixty, and Biden got a sixty-five. Like Biden only <laughs> did slightly better than him, and that's because Trump is a fucking asshole and he lied the whole it's time. It's kind of hard to not. Like it's kind of hard not to do better yeah. than debate from the person who's <laughs> lying. You know what I mean? Like if there was actually like, okay, this is a debate to see who could make better points, and then at the end of the debate, we weighed who told the truth and who didn't tell the truth, and we used that to to verify like who had a better debate performance. Donald Trump would be in negative numbers. <laughs> he would literally be in negative numbers. Like he would perform. A great on all of the 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 metrics, and then have have lied so many times that he his point was obviously baseless. That's funny. And so the only thing that 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 leveled out the performance between the two was that Donald Trump lied immensely, and while Joe Biden didn't lie, 
Um, he didn't. He didn't speak coherently sometimes. Like he's so old. Like, and, and I'm not trying to age shame him, but it's just like, you know, yeah, there's times when you could tell he's losing faculty. And why are we putting this old man through this? Like, it, there's times when, because oh, I'm assuming that the point of the debate, the, the point you're trying to make during the debate is why you are a stronger candidate for president. Like, so usually you have a debate and there's a topic. Well, the topic here is why are you a stronger candidate for president? And if in the your if in your uh in your argument for that you sound like you might be losing place and you're slurring that doesn't help your case when the point you're trying to make is is that I'm the one who's more mentally fit for this job that's all i'm saying and and i'm not and, and it's not a shot at him dude you're you're an old fucking man like i'm sick and tired of having to like tiptoe around the fact that these niggas are old as shit they're old as shit. They're out of touch. They don't know what's going on. Like, by oh my goodness. And the worst part is, is like, they they they've completely lost sight of how to talk to people who aren't in politics. That's one thing I love about AOC. When she's explaining to you, like, listen, there's an international policy that's going on here that involves a lot of different trade avenues and things of that nature. She breaks it down in a lay term that is relatable when 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 biden's talking about like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna fix this and it's like dude you're talking pure jargon <laughs> none of that is substantive you know what i mean you're not giving any real real hard like you're not talking to the people it's not convincing but it is typical for presidential talk but I, I think that that's part of the problem you know it's kind of like uh when you're you're running for class president and you're telling everyone yo Free desserts at lunch. That's what I'm about. <laughs> you vote for me, I'm pushing for free desserts at lunch. It's like, nigga, what are you talking about, bro? That's silly. But um, it's like we're taught to, to accept shitty politics from grade school. But that's a whole other story. Um, Trump would just, oh, my God. he was. It's like he talked about, oh, I did so much for the blacks and I did the opportunity zones. It's like, yo, dude, you do know that the opportunity zones are literally a dog whistle for gentrification. Like, like, I hope you know that every black person who hears Opportunity Zone, and, well, I shouldn't say every single, but any savvy black person who hears Opportunity Zone just hears you saying that you're going to gentrify our neighborhoods. That's it. It's all we hear. And so I don't know if that, how, how you rate that as among the best things you've done for the blacks, but you haven't done the best for the blacks, just to say the least, at all. And oh, just man. because you got retards like fifty and 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 and, and people uh, well-meaning but misguided people like Cube trying to talk to you, you'll never you'll never have to face the reality of that. You ain't doing shit for the blacks. I mean, he got Candace Owens' job and that other one. That other one, I don't even. <laughs> yeah, the other one, that uh, one. Uh, <laughs> Omarosa, man. <laughs> You remember Omarosa? You remember when she was up in the White House? You remember when she stormed out and shit? Bro, whatever happened to Omarosa? Poor Omarosa. I remember that. Wasn't she writing a book or some shit? Yeah, but her shit flopped. And that sucks because she, see, the thing is, is that she probably wrote a great book, but she released it while all the the old white men were releasing books. And you know. Mm, Yeah, no publicity. They all want to hear Bob Woodward. They want to hear Omarosa. (laughs) He has much better dirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. That was bad business. She should not have Bad went timing. up against Comey. Yeah, no. Or Woodward for that matter. Both. I mean, 
Comey's just pro- uh, yo. Well, speaking of Comey, I just saw this fucking crazy ass um uh, bus advertisement for the show called Comey, and I think on Showtime. Really? Fucking- Turn that nigga's tenure into a. a it's show? called the Comey Effect. Sorry, it's called the Comey Effect. And it's starring, the reason why it stuck out to me was because Jackie Gleason is playing, is it Jackie Gleason? Brendan Gleason is playing, um, he's playing Trump. What? And I was like, yo, that is a crazy looking poster. Wow. So when you said that right now, it just got to flash that back in That's my head. crazy if they turn into this nigga's life in, or this nigga's tenure in the in office. The film, I, I can only imagine what the hell that's about. It's called the Comey, Comey effect. effect. That shit sounds know. crazy. But yeah, the debate overall, um... I think, honestly, I, Trump hit him in a lot of good places. Um, the problem is, is that Biden does have faults, and the and the problem is, is that every time uh, Trump makes a and that's the problem is, is that you know Biden's over here talking in circles using political talk, and Trump's over here. But who made the cages? Who made the cages? I put the kids in. Oh, you made the cages I put the kids in? Oh. Like, wow, my nigga. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of uh, that one interview you showed me when, who was that? That one chick was like, who is that? Is that Joy Behar? Is that Blackface wearing Joy Behar? That's oh, what that yeah. reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> but who made the cage? Is that Joe Biden over there? Cage making ass yeah. Joe Biden? Oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, they but got it. That was Candace Owens who did cages? that. Oh, yes. That was Candace Owens who did that. Oh, yes. Clowns. <clears throat> that's funny. But yeah, but so who um, made he hit him with a couple good ones. Um, he coherently made his points, even though his points were lies. And that's the problem. He very coherently made his, his told his lies, and Biden very incoherently showed that he is a man of zero character. And uh, Trump is a man of zero character. And uh, I don't... I'm not, I'm, I don't... It's the thing is, is that I, I... I don't want Trump to win. I don't want Trump to win. But in that showing, if you had to, to ask me objectively, like, um, in terms of impact, Trump probably beat him in that debate. In terms of reality, yeah, of course Trump lost debate. Trump can't win a debate. Trump can. You have to be rooted in reality to win a debate. He's got a negative one in intelligence, but his charisma modifier is out of control. Oh man. That's crazy. And I don't even want to call it charisma, but it is. <laughs> oh, I hate him so much. He was, definitely has a way of appealing to a certain type of people that is just like, he's so good at it. He's like <laughs> eerily good at like charging his base. I have no, I, I just can't understand the entire thing. But like, yo, when he wants to whip them into a frenzy, bro, like give him like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, he's good <laughs> at that shit. So, yeah, yeah I really don't want to see a, a second Trump term, but I honestly feel like there's a strong possibility of it, a very, like, a, a substantial possibility of it. I mean, it's like um, it's like shooting yourself with smaller caliber bullets, you know what I mean? You've built up a tolerance to it, so the next four years should be as bad. How, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> that, is, that is a meme to demonstrate when people don't understand how things work. <laughs> It'll be fine. Next four years, you're good. It won't. It won't. It won't hurt as much. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up with that. the The debate was it was milk toast. You know, I love I, that word. I think that you know Trump unfortunately did inordinately well when it comes to um, being evocative. 
even though by any other metrics and standard, he literally disqualified himself from the debate several times um, just by refusing to even acknowledge the truth or reality. Um, but it is what it is, you know. Good luck, Biden, you know. And and I don't know, man. I'm just not excited about seeing Kamala in, in office. I know a lot of people are. <laughs> And it seems like I'm I'm just being a straight up woman hater, anti black, whatever. But it's not. I'm just not excited to see her in office. Um, there were so many black women who I would love to see in office. I don't think that Kamala Harris is is the one that we want to see. I see another Obama like performance. Um, if she ended up being the first female president, boy, would that be a disappointment? <laughs> Savagery. <laughs> no, because it, we fought so hard against Hillary, you know, only to have her win the nomination. And w- when there's so many, I wouldn't even want to run like another uh, minority woman until this current batch of minority women gets some more experience and get and, and can be nominated. Because let me tell you, my G, you want to know what my like wish upon a star would be? If Cori Bush could get like up there and, and get like Stacey Abrams type of publicity, boy, Cori Bush, that woman right there, that woman right there is going to change politics. You mark my words. You mark my words. She is a great, great person, humanitarian and politician. And, and I'm telling you, they're going to they're going to have to acknowledge that these that these black women are in here doing great things. And so, yeah, I, I, I really really would like to see someone like her be put put into this running more so than someone like Kamala Harris. Because let's just be honest. I'm sorry, but Kamala Harris just don't represent black people. She doesn't. And she will never admit that because that's literally why she's on the ticket, but she don't. And that's okay. And that's okay. Yo, no one ever said that every black person has to represent black people. <laughs> I'm not hating on her for that. I'm just saying that in a situation where we need a black woman to very strongly represent black people, I'm not going for Kamala. Sorry. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pull her out of the lineup and say that's the one who's going to be the ride or die for black people. And so, yeah, I, I'll wrap with that. This didn't become a, a Kamala Biden bash fest, but um, the debate was well, is what it is. I don't think it moved anybody. I was more watching it to see how well uh, Trump performed for his base. And boy, did he fucking he did it. He gave him what they wanted. Um, yo, this nigga. I, yo, you know what? And and, and just to, just to, to comment on this, because I, I was talking about it earlier with you. I hate when people say he's inconsistent because that <laughs> nigga is so consistent. Yeah, he is. Every time he lies, there is recorded records of the lie. I've never seen someone so consistently lie with recorded evidence of the lie that's amazing that's hard like i couldn't even do that if i tried there's no (laughs) way i could even do that if i tried yeah his he definitely his brain is his brain's autopilot is definitely something yeah that's just crazy all righty guys i think we had a fun one thank you for joining us hit us up on the social medias i'm on the twitter at Kareem underscore t and at home heron and i'm on the instagram at heron's home podcast you can catch me on instagram at rico underscore g sound and always remember time is only wasted if you choose to waste it so learn from your mistakes it's the only thing you ever truly will learn from have a great one guys
Peace. Take it easy.